return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Give my hand as you as you pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be here tonight? Yes. Or give a clap offering unto the Lord. I want to start my ministration, you know, from behind the piano. Um, would you just close your eyes with me if you can? Just close your eyes and um, begin to worship Him from within. Just lift your, your voice and say something sweet unto Jesus. He deserves all our praise. He deserves all our worship. I know we have worship, but let us not hide behind the, the words of the song. Who is God to you? Just lift your voice and appreciate Him. Love on Him. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Lord, you, you remain, remain the same. same. 
There's none that can be compared none unto you. can be compared to you, Jesus. There is none among all the kings there and among all the lords. Like you, there is none. There is none like you, Jesus. You are the uncomparable God, we the unmeasurable God. The great I am. We worship you, O God. We hail you as our king. We hail you as our king. We give you glory. You are the king of kings, the Lord of lords. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I thank God for um, the gift of life. And um, thank God for your lives, you know, for making it here tonight. God bless you all. Um, I want to thank um, Pastor Dave and Pastor Jeannie for this privilege to share the Word of God with such important people like you. Yeah, and um, I want to commend the leadership of the church, um, you know, for all they are doing for the church. Um, you wouldn't understand. Sometimes when we talk about this, um, it, it sounds as if, you know, um, I don't know how to say it, but we're talking too much. You wouldn't really appreciate it until, you know, you have my skin color. It's, it's, not, it's not easy for someone to give you their pulpit. It's, it's not easy. I'm not even joking. But, you know, you've made this place home for some of us, you know, to come and worship.
And, um, you know, Sunday, Pastor Dave was talking about how heaven will be, you know, of color, you know. And, and this is an example of how heaven will be. Hallelujah. And I want to thank God for their lives, for the opportunity. I want to talk to you tonight about the blessings of the Lord. I want to talk to you about the blessings of the Lord. Um, God wants us to be blessed to begin with. This is for sure. We must have this conviction. We must understand it. God wants us to understand um, what we have to do, what we have to, you know, how we have to align ourselves to receive from him. You know, when he created man, he wanted to, he created man so he, he could, you know, the Bible said he blessed man. He blessed Adam in the Garden of Eden and told them to be fruitful and multiply. And so God wants us to prosper in every area of our lives. But unfortunately, um, you know, something happened in the Garden of Eden of which we all know, you know, Bible says Adam fell and so man lost his position. That is why Jesus came. And so thank God that Christ came and died, you know, to redeem us. Christ came to die to bring us to that very place of glory, that position that we lost. Hallelujah. And so, you know, when you study scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, it talks about, you know, um, the blessings of God, how God wants his people to be positioned, you know, to receive from him. Um, what is a blessing? You know, we've used this word, we always use it in church, but how many of us understand what we mean by blessing? Let me, um, you know, explain or define what a blessing is. First of all, blessings are pronouncements or words spoken or conferred upon a person a group of people to empower them to succeed, especially favor and protection. And so whatever will empower you to succeed in life when conferred or spoken over your life is a blessing. Hallelujah. It's very important. And um, curse is the reverse of a blessing. And so when someone speaks a negative word to you, um, that will damage you, that will cause you not to succeed in life, that is a curse. It doesn't matter how it, it presents itself, it's a curse. Hallelujah. And so I've said it here, um, you know, before, that the words that we speak has the ability to control our environment. It has, you know, the potency, the power to affect our environment, affect the things, you know, in our environment. And so we have to be very mindful of the things we say to our kids, the things we say to the people around us, the things we say to even plants around us. This morning, um, I received a message from my sister and um, it was a video. I didn't even, I didn't watch it until later in the afternoon. I was like, you, let me just watch it and respond to the message so that she doesn't get angry at me. And so I watched it, and it had to do with what I'm coming to talk about tonight. You know, so the video was um, an interviewer and an interviewee. Someone was being interviewed, 
And um, the person shared something, an experiment that was conducted. And in the experiment, they had three Petri dishes, okay, had um, cotton and water in all of them and seeds. And, um, you know, one was used as a control experiment. Nothing was done to it. Now, the other one, you know, the seed, they said all sort of bad things to the, to the seed. Okay, how the seed was not going to grow well, how, you know, the, the other plants were going to hit on, on, on that plant, and, and all that, all the bad things you can imagine. And the, the third one, they spoke blessings and praised the tree. And, um, you know, said nice things to the tree, to the seeds, sorry. And they gave it some time. They gave all three of them some time to grow. And when they, they grew, they realized that the tree that received the nice words, the blessings, had grown tall. And the ones that, you know, received, uh, you know, the curses and all that, you know, had slanted, it didn't grow tall. And the one that, you know, was a control experiment was in the middle. You know, and so um, the, the, the guy said that this had been even used in school to, you know, um, talk about bullying, the terrors of bullying. So that when you say bad, uh, bad things about people, it has a tendency to bring them down. Hallelujah. So, I thought of it for a second. I was like, okay, so if a plant that was not even created in the image of God can hear and receive something like this and die off or, you know, be a blessing, grow well, how much more we who were created in the image of God? So, listen, you don't have to be a Christian, you know, to enjoy this. The Bible says that life and death lies in the power of the tongue. And they that love it, eat the fruits thereof. So which means that whatever you say, ha, whatever you say, you know, has the ability to create or to, to destroy. Hallelujah. And so um, my teaching tonight is simple, just to, you know, um, bring us to rethink and to walk in line with God to receive the blessings that God has installed for us this 2023. Hallelujah. There are two people in a house of God that, you know, I have noticed. There are two types of people. Sorry, let me put it that way. There are two types of people in a house of God that I have noticed. You know, the first group of people, the first type of people do not really understand the things that go on in church or in the kingdom of God. And so they take things for granted. So, you know, Sunday is an ordinary, you know, day. We come to church, we sing, you know, we listen to the preaching and give offering and go home. So it's a routine. Sometimes we say that if we don't go to church, you know, uh, you know, Pastor uh, Pastor Dave Mamajini will complain, so you know we have to go so that we don't offend them. That's the first you know type of people. They they don't really understand the things, and I say I call them the Esau type of people. And we have the second group that understand the things of God 
And so when they are coming to the presence of God, it doesn't matter who is standing here preaching. It doesn't matter who is singing. They come with the readiness to receive from God. And so those people are always blessed. They don't take things for granted. They don't take the word that comes from the pulpit for granted. They always want to receive. They are ready to receive from the Lord. And so all the time they are blessed. Let me, let me take the time to talk about um, Jacob and Esau. In Genesis chapter 27. Genesis chapter 27 verse 1. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau his eldest son and said unto him, My son. And he said unto him, Behold, here I am. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quaver, and thy bow, and go out to the field, and take me some venison, and make me savory meat, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. Let me pause here and say this. You know, blessings are very important. You know, I have realized that... Um, how do I put this? So, if I say God bless you, let's say, um, you know, you do something for me and I say God bless you. You might take it trivial, but it has the power to work, right? But there is another dimension that is from, that is from the soul. That is what um, um, Isaac was talking about. He said, so that, you know, I'll bless you before I die. That one, you know, surpasses, you know, the, the, the fleshly one, the, the superficial one. You know, that one um, doesn't really come like that. You have to attract it. It has to be conferred on you. You, you have to serve. You, something has to, you know, something has to happen. For it to, for example, you know, Papa, most men of God, if they, they are to tell you the truth, they pray for everybody, okay, to, to prosper, to do well, you know, as, as um, members of the body of Christ, they pray for everybody. But the people who are peerless, who are selfless to the things of God, they spend more time praying for them. They, they might not tell you. Because, you know, when the pillar is destroyed, it will affect what they've toiled for all these years. And so, if someone is, is serving in the house of God, they, they would, you know, pray for everybody, each, each and every one of us. But they are going to spend more time praying for those people who are serving, who are making sure that, you know, the, um, the people in the house of God get blessed. And so, this is what I'm, I'm talking about. There is another dimension that has to come with something being given out. That has to come when sacrifice is made. You know, so you touch his heart. 
then he releases the blessing upon you. For that, oh my goodness, it will go far with you. Hallelujah. And so, um, verse 5. And Rebekah heard when Isaac spake to Esau, his son. And Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. Now, let me just cut the story short. It's a long story. I, I hope we all know the story. So, um, what happened? When he went, Rebecca went to Jacob and said, Hey, this is what your dad said. He wants to give the blessings to your senior brother. And so, I want you to go and, you know, um, you know go to the flock and then prepare a meat. You know, as your dad loves. And then go and serve him. Something happened proud to this. The Bible said when the mother was pregnant. Okay. She felt this restlessness inside of her. And so she went to inquire of the Lord. And, and the Lord told, told her that there were two nations in her womb. And the, the, the eldest um, is going to serve the youngest. So there was a prophecy like that. And so, um, you remember when um, Esau came from the world. The Bible said, when he came, um, Jacob had prepared some stew. So, he went to Jacob and told him, told him, I want you to give me some of your stew. But something happened that cost him for the rest of his life. And that is what I want us to look at. So that when we come to the presence of God, when we are approaching the things of God, we'll come with this consciousness. So Jacob said, I'll give it to you, but first give me your birthright. To Esau, it was nothing. The birthright was, was nothing important. So he said, you can have it. You can have it. What is the birthright to me? And so he exchanged it. You see how powerful words are. There was no ceremony done. There was no, you know, wine libation. Nothing was made. Just the words. He said, you can have it. And so just by saying that, years along the line, here comes Esau, you know, um, losing the very thing he gave. But, you know, when I read the scripture, I laughed. But, you know, how would you give something to someone and then cry over it? You know, and, and, and say that, um, you know, he has um, supplanted me this twice. You know, on two occasions, he took my birthright, and now he's taking my blessings. You know, but you gave the very blessings to them. So, which, which implies that we have to be very mindful of the things we say. There is nothing like an idle word. There is nothing like that. Whatever we say has the power to affect our lives. And so, we are, one of the things we are going to do is to repent of every negative word that we have spoken. It may be to our kids. It may be to the people around. That, you know, most of the time, the devil capitalizes on it and then begins to, you know, cause terrors in our families. You know, the devil will not strike if we don't give him the room you know so many times he wants us to say something he wants us to give him the authority to act 
So he has no power to act until we allow him to act. Hallelujah. And so, um, what happened? The Bible said, and Jacob had a blessing. The position and the inheritance. And you know, according to, um, I think, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 17, it states that the firstborn has double portion of the inheritance, paternal inheritance. Okay, so in, at that point, Esau had lost that double portion. And so the Bible said he wept and cried and cried and cried. He was asking his father, don't you have any more blessings left? And the, the father said to him, you know, you're going to serve him. That's the fact. I have already pronounced that blessing upon him. But it shall come to pass that if you become restless, you know, if you become restless, you, you can overpower him. It shall come to pass that if you become restless. You know, let me pause and say this. That is why sometimes the Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violence takes it by force. There are certain things that if you place a demand on, you receive. There are certain anointings, there are you know, certain breakthroughs, certain things that if you place a demand on, you will receive. The Bible said there was a woman with an issue of blood. He followed Jesus. And so, you know, um, the disciples tried to stop him, stop her from touching or coming close to Jesus. But she said within herself, if I could but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And so all he was trying to do was just to touch the hem of his garment, not to even speak to him. So, if you say within yourself, that is where the violence take it by force comes to play. And so, if you tell yourself, it doesn't matter what people say, it doesn't matter what I face, it doesn't matter what happens to me, I'm going to receive it. You will receive it. It has to do with faith. It has to do, you know, with the condition of the heart. What is your heart telling you? Position yourself to receive from God. I don't know what, you know, you are looking forward to receive from the Lord this year. If only you can have the faith and, and press on. And press on. It shall be given to you. Hallelujah. And so, um, there are three things. Um, three reasons that I wrote here. Three reasons why we should be blessed. Three reasons why we should be blessed. Number one, so we can support the kingdom of God or God's work. The first reason is that um, we have to be blessed so that we can support the work of God. You know, when you go to um, the developing areas, countries, there are people who need to hear the word of God. But Importantly, some don't even have three square meals a day. And so we cannot reach them. We cannot just preach the word of God to them without affecting them, you know, in, in material-wise. So even as we preach the word of God to them, we have to touch them like we did in, um, you know, the shoebox and, and all those things. These are powerful things, but 
It has to do with money. When the church has money, the church can, you know, finance all these projects and people will be blessed. So one of the reasons why we have to be blessed is so that we can support the things of God. Number two, so that um, we can bless the less privilege. Number two, so that we can bless the less privilege. Number three, so that we can take care of our families and then, you know, achieve the vision that God has put in our hearts. You know, many times God gives us visions and um, we need money to, you know, make it work. Without money, you know, the gospel cannot go with that force that it has to. Hallelujah. And so, um, that is it. And uh, I want us to look at seven facts about the blessings of God. Seven facts. Facts about the blessings of God. Number one. The blessings of God can be commanded on us by God. Leviticus chapter 25 verse 1. And then we jump to verse 21. And the Lord spake unto Moses in Mount Sinai, saying, Then I will command my blessing upon you in the seventh year, and it shall bring forth fruits for three years. Hallelujah. And so this is God commanding his blessing upon his people, you know, telling them, you know, how he was going to bless them. Number two, blessings can be gotten by obeying God's word. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 26 to 28. Deuteronomy eleven twenty-six. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. And a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God. You know, but turn, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which ye have not known. Um, so this is God, you know, telling us that he has put in front of us a blessing and a curse. So whichever one we want, we should choose. God is not going to force us to, you know, take something. It's, it's an option. It's a choice. But he's saying that take the blessing of God and take my blessings and walk in it. Hallelujah. Um, blessings can be gotten from our biological parents. Blessings can be gotten from our biological parents. Genesis 27, verse 3 and 4. Now, therefore, so this is, um, you know, Isaac talking to Esau and telling him that he wants to bless him. And so he wants him to, you know, serve him, bring him, you know, his best so he can bless him. And so, when it comes to the blessing of God, we, um, most of the time, I don't know, I, I, I believe that we do it over here in the United States, but most of the time in Africa, when you are going to get married, the parents come and give you their blessings. And so, when it comes to marriage in Africa, it has to do with the families. So, you cannot, um, let me say in Ghana, 
You cannot just see someone, you know, that you love and, and you know, go to the court and sign your documents and, and take the lady home. Now, it doesn't work like that. You have to see the family, and then the family will confer their blessings upon you and say, we bless you guys. Go and be fruitful. You know, go and multiply. If you don't do that, and something happens to the lady that you are, <laughs> you are living with, it's going to be World War Three. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that they, um, they take that very serious. Um, they take it very seriously. So the parents have to pronounce their blessings. You know, and so as people of God, this should be a routine. Listen, I have seen the manifestation of the blessings of God. So one of my niece, um, you know, growing up, she, she wasn't that good in school. Um, but I've seen how God has, you know, picked her from an ordinary or an average student to a first-class student. Why? Because every blessed day before she goes to school, she'll go to my mom, kneel down, and my mom will pray for her. Every bless- She will never go to school without receiving prayers. Never. If my mom is not there, she ran to my dad. Someone must pray for her. And so she was not, you know, to begin with, she was not good. But we watched her, you know, rise from an average student to, you know, the first position in class. And so it continued. So at a point in time, I told them, listen, um, we have to, you know, take her from the school that she, she you know, she was at, at, at that time and take her to one of the best schools where the competition is. That is how can we can measure if she's really doing well. And so she was taken to another school, and guess what? She went there, and her worst position in class was third. Third. First, second, third. So she's either first, second, or third. That's, that's her worst. And so... Speaking blessings upon, upon our kids, this is very vital. This is very important. This is very important. You know why we have to do that? Because, listen, um, you don't know what other people serve. You don't know the gods that other people serve. So, when you go to the markets, when you go to the schools, the gods that other people serve, it's like a competition. Everybody is representing a god. I don't know whether I'm making sense to you. Everybody's representing their God. And so if my God is Yahweh, if my God is all-powerful, all-knowing, if my God is the God that we talk about, it has to affect my life. People have to see that God in me. And so that is why we have to prophesy and speak over our kids. You know, cover them with the blood of Jesus. Speak the blessing over their lives. That even as they are going, you know, their mind's eye will be open into everything they will be taught. So that they can excel. Hallelujah. My time is up. But let's just run up. So, um, the blessing of God maketh rich and adds no sorrow. Proverbs 10, 22. The blessings of the Lord, it makes rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. So, which means that riches itself is not the blessing. 
So riches is the product of the blessing. You know, so um, many times we see, you know, rich people and we, we are quick to say that, oh, these, this guy is blessed. But if someone is blessed, the blessing has to affect the people around. The blessing is not to keep the money in the bank. The blessing is to affect the people around. That's why God bless you. So one of the ways to see if the blessing is from God, you know, it's just like any other vision. If the vision is from God, it will not just affect the people around. It will affect generations unborn. Are you here with me? And so it is very, very important that we understand that. It's the blessing that causes people to be rich. It is the blessing um, Riches is part of the blessing. It's not the entirety. It's not a total blessing. It's a part of it. You know, you are so pathetic if all you have is money. If all you have is money, you are so pathetic. You know, God has a way of bringing people, relationship, your way. People that can help you, you know, get to the place that he has destined to. There are places that you know you cannot you cannot get to without the favor of God. You cannot. And so we need those things. It's very, 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 very important. Very, very, very important. And so as believers, we have to contend, we have to pay attention to what brings the riches, the blessings. And so, you know, some people, if let's say Pastor Davis to hand, let's say, $50 note and a blessing, say, um, God bless you. You know, some people will go for the, the note, you know, the material thing. That is what Jacob understood. When he was leaving, the Bible said he left with a staff. Just a staff, right? But when he was coming back, he came with what? Multitudes, sheep, goat, cow, cattle. All you can think of. It was because of the blessing. He understood how it worked. So when you receive the blessing, it is that blessing that will make you not the money. Not the material thing. So when they speak over your life, you might not see it today. No, you might not see it today, but generations unborn will come and pluck of the fruit. And so blessings are very key. They are very important. And so we should make it a habit. If you bring your, your kids, um, you can take them to Pastor Jeannie. Take them to you know, Pastor Dave. Let them speak a blessing. Take them to the leadership of the church. Let them speak a blessing over their lives. It is very, very important. Very key. I would have to end here because of our time. I have a lot to talk about, but our time is fast spent. We'll continue some other time. But, you know, to run it up, we have to pay attention when we come to the presence of God. That when someone is preaching, when someone is saying something, speaking, we have to receive it with our hearts. When Pastor Dave is preaching, someone is leading worship, we have to receive everything that comes here with our hearts. And I can promise you, we are going to be blessed. 
So let us make our minds this 2023 that we are going to receive everything that God has for us. In the name of Jesus. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for tonight. Oh, Shadabrados and Dalabados. Um, before we go, within a minute, I want us to say a word of prayer for Pastor Dave and Pastor Jeannie, wherever they are in India. We are praying that God will use them mightily. Oh, Shadabados. That God will wrought miracles by their hands, that God would affect the lives of those that will come into contact with them in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Begin to pray for them. Use them mightily, O God, in the name of Jesus. Let your anointing rest over their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, divine protection over over their lives, oh God, in the name of Jesus, protect them, protect them, protect them, protect them, protect them, oh God, give them utterance, oh God, through their hands, wrought miracles in the name of Jesus, such that has not been seen before, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you glory. Father, we want to thank you for tonight. We pray a blessing over your church. We pray a blessing over this community. We pray a blessing over this country, this great country. We are praying, O oh God, that your blessings rest upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.